everyone. I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You, and I'm your host of the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Here's where we talk about the connection between creativity and healing by interviewing amazing creatives, spectacular healers, and inspiring people who have used creativity in their healing. What does it mean to be creative? What is creativity? You don't have to write a best-selling book or paint a masterpiece or even play in a rock band. Creativity is in everything that we do, in the ways we think, in the way we run a business, in our everyday lives, we are creative all the time. Let's talk about how we are creative and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally, right now on the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You. Welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Today, I have with me Debbie Stroud. Debbie was one of our presenters for the Loving Healing Creating Summit that we ran February 2nd through 14th. And we absolutely loved having her. You can still get access to that summit at www.creativeview.ca. So Debbie grew up a wannabe artist, but at the age of 40, a miraculous door opened for her to enter the creative arts field. She was afraid, but jumped in with both feet. Now Debbie's passion is inspiring and empowering women to crush fear, take back their feminine power and stand in it so they can create a life they love, not one they thought they'd be handed. With over 15 years of experience teaching and speaking about art and creativity, Debbie has also taught visual arts in public schools, is certified as an art therapy life coach, certified creatively fit coach. She holds a Bachelor of Studio Arts from Northern Kentucky University and a Master's of Education from Eastern Kentucky University. Debbie offers online courses and coaching packages and teaches in person intuitive painting workshops and retreats. So welcome, Debbie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Before we get started, can you just, I'm just going to go back to that. That caught me up. So a certified creatively fit coach. What is that? So um, you'll hear in part of my story how I, how the universe, but um, there's a wonderful friend and mentor of mine named Whitney Freya, and she's uh, an author. She does retreats all over, all over the world, and her certification that she takes you through is a, is a vision quest to kind of find yourself, and then it's a year-long, um, 10 months to be exact, um, creatively fit certification course, and uh, wow, it really changed the trajectory of my life. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, well, yeah. thank you for clarifying that because I had not heard that. I do know who Whitney Freya is, um, uh-huh. but I had not heard that term. So right. I don't know if I haven't delved deep enough into her work. So, um, <laughs> so can you share some of your story and your path with us? Sure. So for international viewers, I grew up in the southern part of the United States. Um, people that are from the United States will recognize that the southern part of the United States is really the Bible Belt. Uh, it's very, very, very conservative. Um, and I grew up in an uber-religious home. Um, religion dictated my family. Religion dictated my friends. It was my society. It was everything in my life was tied up in religion and in the church. And so, um, I, from an early age, I was not a, I was not a rebel per se, but, uh, I did ask a lot of questions. I was very inquisitive. Um, I was always creating something and I was really good. I found out when I was in the third grade that I could play music by ear. 
So I remember coming home to my aunt's house and we went there one night and she had this piano and I had been in music class that day and I sat down and I started playing and I didn't know that wasn't normal until I stopped and everybody's eyes were on me and they were like, how in the world did you do that? And uh, so my parents had the good sense to get me into training, but I could also play by ear. And so uh, I was really tied up using my gifts in the church, which I did, you know, gladly. Uh, it's amazing what you view through your lens as normal, you know, and um, I became a single mom. By the age of 35, I was a single mom of three with no help. And there was a series of events that took place at the age of 40 where I separated myself from that scene completely. I severed all ties from that scene completely. And I began to realize just how no, not normal my normal was. And so that propelled me into this amazing uh, spiritual awakening because at, up until that point, I really thought that, my connection with the divine was in four walls. You know, it was tied up in organized religion. And without that, that relationship was not possible. Mm -hmm. And whoa, I found out that it really was. And not only was it possible, it was like nothing I had ever experienced before. And so that along with Everything else that had happened in my life propelled me into the art world where I wanted to be all of my life. And um, I'm now 54, but at the age of 45, I walked across a stage to get my first degree. At 50, I got my second degree. And then I met Whitney Freya. And uh, my, like I told you, my whole trajectory of my life changed. Mm -hmm. And uh, everything became really clear. You know, you have those defining moments in your life where it's like, oh, and everything is, is so clear. And um, this, that's been my life. And uh, that's what, that's why I'm here right now. And um, now I, live my passion. I do what I love and I love my life. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, like I just love that story. Cause I, I thoroughly believe that, um, I grew up searching, searching, um, through all the organized religions, like mm -hmm. trying, no, this isn't the right one. This isn't the right one. And then finally I realized that really the divine is everywhere and yeah. you don't need to be in a church. And not to bash that, I just, no, 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 that's not what worked for me. And so when I opened up to the fact that I didn't have to rely on somebody else to tell me how to think and believe, it was amazing how that opened up. So I totally understand that. Yeah, it is amazing. And you know, it's, it's also amazing the, the amount of people that I talk to that have been down that same path and they haven't come to the realization yet that mm -hmm. it's all right there. And when they find out it's, it, that's one of my, the joys in my life, you know, guiding people down that path. And, and once they realize that it's there for the taking and it's clear and it's so easy, uh, it's, yeah. it's an amazing thing. Yeah, it absolutely is. So what does healing with creativity mean to you? For me, in my life path, I think it would be summed up in the words of letting go. So uh, it would be 
letting go of everything that even after getting my art degree, mm -hmm. especially after getting an art degree, it's letting go of everything that I think art should be letting go of everything that I think society expects from me as an artist. You know, it's, it's, uh, really it's effing the fear, making love to the resistance, you know, instead of pushing those things away, why am I resisting this? And then letting it flow. Yeah. 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 That, oh, wow. That's great. Um, so do you think there's a driving force that inspires you? Definitely. There's a driving force that inspires me. It's, um, it's a mantra and I have it up on my, in several places in my house. Mm -hmm. uh, I say this to myself all the time and I really believe in the power and the energy of the spoken word. Um, and this mantra says, I've got it written here, so I, I wouldn't mess it up. It says, my work is of high service and worthy of massive compensation. I'm giving my gifts to the world and I'm compensated well. The universe supports my heartfelt work. And that, that's my world in a nutshell. That's why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. It's why I'm here recording this interview with you. Yeah. It's why I reach women every day because I believe that my life journey is not anything that's uncommon. And if I can help another woman, if I can help her be more empowered in her life and realize that she can live the life that she wants, she doesn't have to settle for something that she thinks she's been handed, then that's why I'm here. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. I goosebumps. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how has a past pain informed your life purpose? Wow. I could write a whole book on that. <laughs> Maybe you should, but. <laughs> well, my background, of course, in mesh with religion and uh, being a single mom. Mm -hmm. um, so my work focuses on a combination of a spiritual awakening, using creativity to facilitate healing, um, to facilitate not only healing, but a personal, personal sacred path. Because my art is not just art. Yeah, I sell paintings. Um, I teach, right, I still teach in a public school setting for right now. Um, but my art is, it was my path to healing. Yeah. And I'm always reminded of uh, Vincent Van Gogh. He's my favorite artist. And I don't know if you've ever watched Doctor Who, but there's an episode where Doctor Who meets Vincent Van Gogh and somebody describes Vincent and he said, this artist took his painful, tumultuous life and he transformed it into something that's so beautiful that sometimes it can't be described. And that's what I envision my, the pain that I've had in my life, I've gone through it for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm trans, trans, I don't know the trance translating that, I guess that pain into beautiful art oh. because my artwork is it. I do a layered process and I mean, there's so many layers underneath there, so much energy and so much intention, mm -hmm. you know, um, I hardly ever know what my art is going to be. 
when I first start and I'm, I'm okay with that. It used to freak me out really bad, but I'm really okay with that now. <laughs> but, um, that's how I transform pain. And I do that to this day. I'm on the tail end of a divorce. It's not easy. Sometimes life is hard. Mm-hmm. I've moved three hours away. Um, about four months ago, I've moved three hours away from my home to take another job. It was hard. And art is what keeps me grounded. It, it gets me through. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your favorite creative healing modality for yourself? I think it varies. Um, right now, um, it's definitely art journaling because my life has been upheaved so much. I went and had Christmas with my dad today. Should I say that on this podcast? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I had Christmas with my dad and uh, my stepmom had seen one of my social media posts. I post on social media a lot, you know, building a brand. And um, she really liked the painting that I posted. And she said, with your life is so busy. How in the world do you um, make all of these paintings? And I had to explain to her that, I don't whip out a painting every day. (laughs) You know, I have several going at one time. Uh, All of them are not paintings. Sometimes they're in my art journal, but my art journal is uh, small enough where I can carry it with me. Um, You know, I have my little pencil pouch of everything in it. I do the mixed media approach. So right now that works really super well for me. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I've been hearing that more and more about the art journal and how, how much that's um, everyone's, not everyone, a lot of people's favorite uh, right? to sort of get emotions out and different, mm-hmm. um, different thought some processes days, and things like that. Yeah. Some days I'll go in and just write a few words. Some days I just write how I feel, mm-hmm. but just being able to get that out of me and down on paper and to validate it's okay to feel this way. Yeah. You don't have to feel guilty for feeling this way. And that might be all I do that day. And then maybe a week I'll go back and I'll create something over it. So it's like, all of it's a work in progress. It's a good healing path. I like that actually. So even stuff that you've written a week or more ago, you might paint over or put paper over, collage over. Yeah. 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 So what would you say is your greatest accomplishment to date? I think, I think I have two actually. Okay. Um, there is nothing. I may get emotional when I say this. <laughs> There's nothing like walking across the stage at 45 years old with a college graduation cap on and your three almost grown daughters are standing in the stage screaming their heads off. Yeah. Um, there is nothing so empowering as proving to myself that I could do it. Yeah. So that would be my number one accomplishment. My number two accomplishment is building a personal brand at 51. Yeah. Maybe building a successful personal brand at 51. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that. Um, so, if you could change one aspect of our society through your work, what would it be? I don't know if I'm allowed to say curse words in this, so I'm just going to abbreviate. Uh, to me, it would be F fear. Yeah. You know, F fear, F the expectations, 
F what other people think, mm -hmm. move into expansiveness and freedom. Yeah. You know, that that's it. And embody love. Yeah. And I think creativity allows all of that. Mm -hmm. It releases everything. So, yeah. Most yeah. definitely. I think the hardest thing to do, especially in my work with women who have not created art in a while or who have never created art, mm -hmm. they're afraid of that first mark. Yeah. That's they're afraid of the, they're afraid of an empty page. Mm -hmm. And once you get past that to, it's just a page, there's no expectations, you know, F the expectations. Mm -hmm. It's not about this has to be in a museum or a gallery. It's about trust your journey, you know? Yeah. 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 And so what inspirational advice, although I think you might've already given it, would you give someone who's struggling? I think the biggest thing that I would say is to trust your inner self. So I have, I teach high school and I have a lot of high schoolers that I connect with. I have a lot of women in my workshops that I connect with. And I, and a lot of people ask me, I'm going through this or I'm going through this situation and I don't know what to do. And I'll say to them, yes, you do. And they'll say, no, I don't know what to do. And they're, you know, all flitting around and, no, you do know what to do. You just have to get quiet enough to listen to that really deep down on the inside, that, that still voice on the inside, and then have the courage to do it. So I think that anyone is struggling. That's the number one thing that I would say. Get to a quiet place. In today's society, that is so hard to do, and it takes intention to do it. It can be five seconds. It can be two minutes, it can be whatever, it can be, you know, over a cup of coffee, it can be when you get up in the morning and stumble into the bathroom and you're standing in the shower. Mm -hmm. But that five seconds where you get just alone and quiet and still and listen to your intuition, listen to that inner voice, it never guides you wrong, mm -hmm. ever. It, it, it's so true, but we are taught not to trust ourselves, especially yeah. as women. Oh, exactly. It, you know, it's, we are not, we are told what to do and what to think always. And so trusting that instinct inside of us is just, mm -hmm. yeah, a, a hard place to get to, but so worth it when you get there. Oh, so most definitely. You know, growing up in the background that I grew up in, um, I was not allowed to make any decisions in my life. And as a result of that, I became very OCD, mm -hmm. um, like collecting. I remember in, the, in our Sunday school, we had these little papers, kind of like the weekly readers that used to be, you know, mm -hmm. and I would take those and collect them. And, and I had to have them in date form. That was one thing I can control. I never even realized that. But um, that really handicapped me as an adult because I never grew into being able to trust myself that I could make good decision. So that's some work that I've done, you know, on myself at now I'm 54 with everything that I've accomplished and everything that I've done. It's crazy just to think that up until a few years ago, I didn't trust myself to make good decisions. And I, I think that I, I do speak for many women especially just like you said, we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust ourselves to make good decisions mm -hmm. at all. We're so afraid of what other people are going to think. We're so afraid of what society expects out of us. And, um, 
gosh, that's so important knowing that you can't F it up. Yeah. You can't. If you trust yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. And if it goes wrong, it's not a failure. If you haven't, if you've learned something from it, mm -hmm. it's never a failure if you learn. Yeah. So it's so true. So true. Yeah. I know you had that amazing mantra uh, at the beginning, but do you have an inspirational quote that sums up your life journey? Yeah, it's really simple. And I show you this tattoo on my arm. It's a unilone. Mm -hmm. It's a sacred symbol and it stands for trust the journey. And that's if, if when Debbie Stroud leaves this earth, if they uh, have an amazing, beautiful, um, stone for me somewhere, somehow it's going to say, trust the journey. And my kids will tell you, what's, what's your mom all about? Oh, she'll tell you, trust the journey. I say that all, all the time. Mm -hmm. True. And that's what I live by. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And is there anything else you'd like to add or that maybe we haven't discussed that you'd like our listeners to know? Um, you know, check out my YouTube, check out my, um, my website, debbiestroud.com. Uh, I have group coaching classes going on all the time. Uh, what I really want women to know is that you don't have to have any art experience to be successful at art. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's such a, a not non-truth. Um, in my experience, the women who don't have experience in art, uh, are so much more freer than the people who have art knowledge. Um, yeah. you know, because then comes so much of that inner critic that exactly. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. Um, and we will definitely put your links up um, sure. when, we, when we air. So that's great. So I just want to thank you so much for being here. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. All right. And for our listeners, we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, I wish for you amazingly creative days. Have a great week. Oh, 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 oh,